Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, with Tessa and John, and Nick and Jensen. Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, Great British Baking Pod, yeah! Welcome to the Great British Baking Show! Pod! Oh, grief. Oh, Pod. God, we we blew it on what is a perfect and seamless yeah. introduction, typically. Truly. <laughs> yes. As always, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I think you need to talk a little louder into the mic, love. Can you guys hear me? I can. Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay. the, can but that mic hearing... hear you? Yeah, but the, can the mic hear you? I think the mic can hear me. It's a good mic. It's a pretty good <laughs> mic. For, those, for, for our listeners... We both have pretty good mics. We don't like to brag about much, but I will say <laughs> you got some there's, nice mics. There's on definitely the a sound person who's like, "This is definitely not a good mic." <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm Tessa Hirsch. Uh, we're not in a good space for the mic. Oh, oh yeah. we're not either. I'm Jensen Titus, <laughs> uh, and I also I think the mics are really cool, actually, regardless of the space. And I'm Nick Shepard. All right. All right. Look, we're we doing got... this so late. We're so tired. It, it's the episode is coming out late. Our last episode came out after the <laughs> after pastry week. And here's the thing: far, far after. Here's the uh, thing: the we're actual... going with our own rhythm. We had to take a period of grieving for the chocolate week, and. Now we're back here with Pastry Week, and we're going to get right back on it. And we're just so glad so many people stuck with us and waited for yes, that chocolate week. Yes, that. thank you to the millions of people who stuck with us. I actually made some new friends on our um, Great British Baking Pod Instagram. Folks have DM'd me, and I've made new friends. Um, they are. I'm really excited me too. I really, they're really my friends, and I hope I don't freak them out by calling them my friends because I. Feel <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> Wait, this is a new segment. We're gonna call them Tessa's Tessa's shoutouts. Tessa's shoutouts. Okay. Um. So, um, we have uh, I have we have a new friend Jack, and he is working in. Um, a local election, a local government election right now. So he's like, oh, we're so, I'm super stressed and things are intense. And this <sighs> podcast is like helping me and like bringing light and joy into my life and helping wow. me like de-stress. I know. So I we're told him, I was like, thank you. We're doing what Great British Baking Show used to do for people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've taken the place. We're going to need to unpack that soon. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And then this is also super exciting. I also made a new friend named Stella, and Stella is um, a improviser in London, um, and she's listening to our podcast, and um, she's actually a black improviser in, in London who knows about Astronomy Club, John's improv t- team that did the oh show God. on Netflix, and um, she's doing improv there and doing that whole thing. Fi- that whole world and has we've been chatting back and forth and she actually gave me some like voicemail messages like on the D because you can do that on the Instagram so I got to hear yeah. her British accent oh my god she leaves me messages she said, with a British accent and I'm 
having the time of my life becoming friends oh with Stella. Oh my god! And she was like, "I have a thing to say, to, a thing or two to say about you guys doing these British accents." Well, <laughs> I I did this terrible thing. She's been a loyal listener, following along as we have our episodes out. So she was following along and waited to watch Chocolate until the oh episode my God. came out and I ruined it for her and I was like are they rioting in London because of Sarah oh, no. and then she leaves me a voice and she's like Tessa Tessa oh my well, I hadn't watched yet I've been going along with the episode wow you really, <gasps> I just and she left me like three wow. different messages being like wow I'm really processing this I haven't even watched the episode but I really I just can't believe this has happened and no. I, I mean, it's okay but you really ruined it for me Oh my God, we are so dearly oh sorry. No. Who's yeah, done I this, please? So desperately we, sorry. <laughs> we will, I'm sorry. I want you to get through your friends, but we watched this um, paranormal show. This paranormal show. show. It's like a sci-fi network show about people that are like live recording paranormal things that happen to them. Um, and there's the first one that was playing that we were watching was this British guy who was like in this auditorium or something and a door closes and he just, he just keeps saying, who's done that, please? Who's done that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, a very British and a very, very kind. posh way to talk to a ghost. Way to confront your ghost. <laughs> who's done that, please? Who's, who's done, done that, that please? Like absolutely terrified, but still very polite. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, we're also, we're at our parents' house or my parents' house and they all go to sleep early, so... Um, for listeners out there, you're going to hear Nick. He's going to start screaming, and then his voice is going to change. That's just because I've lightly touched his arm to remind him not to shriek. <laughs> and I've gotten, gotten really embarrassed, um, and that's why I'll be silent for a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, Tessa, that. are there any more friends? We do have returning friends. Max Hegley has been, is very engaged. Max Hegley, a, a loyal listener that we've talked about most episodes, because he's such a loyal ep- <laughs> listener, and he just said, he just texted me and said, which this is really important for all of the podcast to hear, which is that he got chills when he heard me talking about the restorative justice conversation that I would facilitate between Sarah and Dave. Tessa, I thought about that while I was driving to Las Vegas for a long time. <laughs> Nick was on his phone and I was thinking about how important it is that you are able to do this for people. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I come from a place of anger. I'm going to bring and them rage. together. I'm going to bring the world oh, together. Well, thank one God big for you. Time. Truly. One big yeah. at a time. Okay. So much okay. to talk about. Our favorite yes. pastries. Yes. Oh. It's pastry week. Uh, this is episode five of season 11, a.k.a. season eight on Netflix. <laughs> I love that you do this part. It's so nice, and it's such an important part of podcast. It really is. I was it's telling so Nick, I was like, and John will go over it for us, and it'll be so helpful. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be so hard for me to go bullet by bullet on this because it's a little bit of time has passed, um, and we've got yes. a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. No, you're like the anchor that lets us all fly. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Big you know how an anchor lets you a anchor ship let fly? lets. <laughs> but we can fly. The anchor's job on a ship know. is to let it fly. <laughs> wait, I want to wait. I want to hear what Tessa has to say to follow that. Yeah, wait. Yeah, please explain. Okay, so if I'm a bird who needs to fly, or a kite uh-huh. that needs to fly, a kite is a better example than a bird. If I'm a kite and I need to fly, 
if I'm just let free and nobody's holding me down and anchoring me down, I just get swept up in the wind and lose my way. Mm -hmm. But with somebody anchoring me down Mm -hmm. with the string and the handle of the kite, I can do tricks and flips and I can fly free up in the sky because I know that I'm anchored by the kite holder. And that's so that metaphor anchor. is a kite holder or like yeah. a little, a young boy. I'm a kite. You know? I'm a little so boy. John is our yeah. young boy. Right. The metaphor was for a kite then after all, and not a boat. <laughs> not a boat. No, not a boat. fly, Jensen. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say boat? Well, because we were talking about an anchor and the, a person holding a kite, I've never heard referred to as an anchor. Well, I've what? heard them referred to as Charles, James, Richard... <laughs> Any sort the person of at the end of the, of the young of British a relay name. race is called an anchor. Yeah, so. a- anchor is a verb. <laughs> You're our anchor so that we can You're... run. Wait, anchor. Yeah, but okay. So I can well, run let's to go. You, let's move on to pastry week. <laughs> let's talk our favorite pastries. Um, talk about as, my favorite as you remember, so. Sir Sura left the week before. Sura um, left the week before. Uh, pastry week used to be. Like Mary Berry's week, but she's no longer with us. They still made a little nod to no soggy bottoms, uh, but they mm-hmm. nobody said that in, actually during the show. There's no, there's very little like because she, hopefully she trademarked it. That would be so disrespectful if one of the hosts said soggy bottoms. That would be so disrespectful. But it would also True. be disrespectful of the show to um, <clears throat> ignore the legacy that is uh, no soggy bottoms. That is a right. huge yeah. stamp that will be on this show forever. Yeah. Right. Um, and, okay, so then we started off with the, the pa- pasty, which is Cornwall's national dish. Oh, John. And a, yes. Before we jump in, are we able to get personal and talk our favorite pastries individually? Oh, yes, that's yes. right. Of yes, course, please. we must. Who wants to go first? Favorite I have to, I have pastry. Okay, go for it. My tie is between uh, something that fits into the Venn diagram of both bread and pastry, which is the croissant, which you all know I'm gonna lose is my mind. My favorite bread, bread, and also favorite. Now pastry. it's your favorite pastry. Okay. It's a Venn diagram. <laughs> There's a Venn diagram. Have you ever heard of a Venn diagram? Do you want me to explain there are, math? To there you? are rules in the world of the Great British Baking Show. Baking That's is not a Venn diagram. It's a bar graph. That is how the world of baking works. There are neat little boxes. Okay, well, you just calm down, Jensen, because my second favorite pastry is Jensen's Pop-Tart, gluten-free <gasps> Pop-Tart that he makes, a okay. homemade gluten-free Pop-Tart he makes with fruit and, like, it's a whole situation. And that's okay. my second. So okay. what did you want to say to, about my Venn so diagram, Jensen? I just wanted to segue into my favorite pastry, <laughs> which is actually the inspiration for that Pop-Tart. It comes from Cake Life Bake Shop in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Highly recommend following them on Instagram. They're incredible. They have the best bake shop in America and as far as I'm concerned, the world. Um, although I've never been to Paris and had the, the treats there. As Tessa has I traveled. have been to be. I have been to Paris. So did I mention? We've all heard episode two or three, whichever one <laughs> that happened on. <laughs> but no, and so incredible this. They call it a poppin' tart. 
please follow them on Instagram. They're, they're incredible. incredible. Cake perfect, Life Bake Shop. Perfect gay-owned business. They're, oh, and they're gay-owned. They're queer-owned. It's incredible. Incredible. Okay. Um, around the corner from the perfect, gorgeous, beautiful Cake Life Bake Shop in Philadelphia, Jensen and I, for a brief time, worked at a Lebanese restaurant called Surea, and they had a bakery on site. So good. Where um, they served up a rose and pistachio cooler. Oh my god. Which gosh. is one of the best things so I've ever tasted in my entire life. The, the way the uh, countries of the Levant prepare flavors are just, it's why we see them again That's and again why Sir and is again. Perfect. It's so good. Wow. That sounds insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys will absolutely have to come to Philly with us once things settle down. Great food I thought there. you were going to say baklava. I got, for some reason, I thought like Lebanese might be in that same mm. world as baklava. Mm. And uh, do you remember there was an epi- there was a season where the bakers had to do a, a baklava? Do you remember that? I don't remember, um, but <coughs> emotionally I do, but not logically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I yeah. trust you enough to feel it. Yeah, I think they did. Um, I think I'm only saying this because I recently had a really very good one, but cinnamon bun. Mm. Okay. Where'd you recently have a good one at? Um, John did was like a super husband and did this like intense day of shooting where we were doing remote shooting and he had to be the DP while the director was on the computer and he was like a superstar. And one of our friends who was also involved in the shoot was like so grateful to him for really rallying that they bought him Cinnabons from the Cineholic place on Sunset. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And he got it's an good. apple Wait, cinnamon one and a chocolate brownie one. Oh my God. Is this place new? Yeah. No, it's Ooh. by the Habit Burger on Sunset. Yeah, it's right there by the Chipotle. Yeah, it's been there for it's a bit. I never, I never went yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I'm in that little strip so much getting candles. I think they have <laughs> a gluten-free one, too. <gasps> Shut up. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have gluten-free cinnamon buns there. Don't we'll tell me We'll have to go, Tessa. I have, I, have, I have... I'm trying to do a low-sugar lifestyle right now as I drink my sake. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of Listen, it's hard. Right now. What's yours? <sighs> Who's? Wait, Nick. Nick, you said your tr- your crawler, Jensen. The cooler, mm-hmm. minus the poppin tart that I based on. Oh, the poppin tart. tart off. Yeah. Right. Got it. As good as the gluten free version is, that gluten version of that poppin tart is. It's incredible. I, I will have it when I go to Philly, and I will suffer the consequences. Pastry is yeah. just one of the finest things that this earthly realm has given us. Pastry is. Gorgeous and beautiful laminated dough is a gift from heaven. I completely agree. I feel like in the first season of Great British Baking Show, Sue was doing all this like historical storylines around food, yes. and Sue might have done a little bit of like a history of pastry or like shortbread or something like that. Yeah, but it would be a lot to do that every year. Yeah, I know, but I do like learning. I feel like me too. I'm not learning more about baking this year. That's a, I think yeah. I am from literally Ermin, from the amazing, <gasps> oh. innovative things that she's doing in mm. this season of British Baking Show. I totally, but I wish that we would spend some more time hearing about well, actually what it was that Ermin was doing that would made it making up her own new pastry crust for the paste I pasty. Know. Right. Did I you know. guys know so what a pasty was? I think of a pasty no. as a hand pie. 
So okay. I knew what a ham pie yeah. is, but I don't know what a pasty is. I wouldn't have called it a pasty. I didn't realize until a couple people in to them walking around in the signature that it, I was like, oh, it's a ham pie. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Um, right. They're so particular about these folds. The crimping. The crimping. The crimping. Yeah. Apparently they Even were like, fuzzy. this is, that's what um, defines a pasty is that it has crimping on the curved edge to seal the meat or veggies or whatever you put in it. Whatever you put in it. Was Linda the only person that missed the brief for some reason and did not crimp? Yeah. Lottie's yeah. There's a lot also of gray didn't, area. Lottie's didn't get... Uh, like, there's... Lottie's... A few just, of them. Her, hers just didn't end up showing up. Like, they yeah. kind of melted away. And then there was also this discussion about... I think... How this, many crimps? Yeah, but I think that was more like the specific Cornwall pasty needed to have 21. I don't know if all pasties need 21 crimps. Right, right. That's crazy. Or 20, yeah. I'm curious because they didn't really have, and they weren't like, I, or at least we didn't see in the video them being super hard on anyone, but they were so hard on old Mark um, for his Yeah, for crimps, not having... And he well, didn't and it was himself just, to... Yeah. He wasn't like, I'm going to make the perfect... Pasty. He just said they're going to be hard on me because of where I'm from. Also, something is going on with old Mark. He's he like slowly is like looking more anxious and and gaunt and <laughs> it's he looks like he's in a slow decline. I think that you're such a good energy reader, and I think that you're reading the tent totally accurately. I think that um, they've lost some of their favorite people. And the tent is less fun. And also they can't believe that they've already gotten this far. So there's a little bit more competitiveness. They've also all each gotten some critiques and disappointed themselves. And they realize that good bakers can go home and they've gotten some negative critiques. Other than Dave, Dave has hardly gotten any negative critiques. Well, and Dave is also like poisoning people. Like when, when they're not shooting, he is sort of poisoning people's food slowly and watching them he, deteriorate. But he actually, like, literally, if you watch the show frame by frame, slow-mo, <laughs> like a normal person would. As, of would, course, we all do. Yeah. You can see that Dave is a sociopath. Because yeah, Dave is absolutely his sociopath. eyes, I started sending little clips of videos of Dave and his little eye movements to Nick and Jensen in text message. <laughs> because... He, if you really slow it down and really look at what he's doing, when he said, good job, Laura, after she got a great raving about her pasty, the darkness in his eyes when he said that is proof, if in, that would prove in a court that he is a sociopath, I think. Absolutely. A palpable emptiness. It's unreal the level of just big Dexter energy that Dave has. He is absolutely the beginning of a Stephen King novel. Like, <laughs> encapsulates sort of that, the shining, if you will. That, like, first little bit of something scary happening. Yeah. The vignette at the start of a Stephen love King that, novel yeah. where something horrible happens. My Instagram friend um, who is <laughs> who, who is DMing Great British Baking Pod said that he didn't see it at all before, but now that I've said it, he can't not see it. You the can't unsee it. Day. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's so real. Yeah. Reminder Tessa saw 
Dave said that uh, <laughs> one of the things that he valued was family, and she shouted sociopath. So, <laughs> I know, sli- I know. slight projection happening. You say something as vague as family when everyone else chose a specific <laughs> member of their family or experience. That's right. That is very. Um, it's he said what he imagined would he could get away with what other people exactly. would it sounds and not that's like a Dexter. Uh, family that's right. what Dexter does and that's right. Dexter. very right. lizard people um, I will say um, the biggest yeah. thing that I think is the cause of this energy shift that Jensen is feeling is not just that we are getting to like a more and more tense part of the show but it's also I think that no one can leave no one gets oh, to sort of decompress yeah. and clock out and they're also amongst these other bakers I don't know how closely they're living but like if I see That's Lottie true. going, yeah, I'm going to go out and practice my showstopper again, I'm not going to be able to relax and chill out. I'm going to go, oh, mm. I probably have to go and practice That's my a showstopper good point. again. Yeah. Wow. I think these people are probably just stressed. Everyone literally out. except for Linda, who is now gone, who is like, Lottie's going to do his showstopper. I'm going to I'm gonna like sit there with tea and just watch. Like, oh, I love her. Very yeah, she was perfect. Uh, Man, so yeah, go for it. I was just gonna say, like, the editing of this if you watch it a second time or third time, like I did, like, you (laughs) Tessa's watched this episode three times. You see Mm. that, like, they set it up so this episode starts with Linda going, It's pastry week! Oh no, Mm -hmm. and she actually countered exactly what I had predicted because I predicted that she wasn't gonna do very well, and because she was a mom, and I think she cooked with her family, and that that probably wasn't like her specialty that she baked and then but she said in the first line i'm a mom we make a lot of pastry for our family and i was like oh (laughs) i don't know anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah but so with these pasties they had to they had to cook as well um but it seems like everyone's flavors for the most part except for peter's they didn't like his what is this category pasty? Yeah, he made this know. adorable little fish just pasty. Like fish with rice. Oh, and it, it was, was just so too cute. dry. But they said that the, pa- <clears throat> the pastry was good. It was just that the rice. And was it looked like a fish. It. Yeah, it looked Something great. Something is with those going scales. on. Some, I'm ever since last week since Nick mentioned it, I was desperately horny for Peter this He's week. He's got something going on. I and I think it's like he presents as straighter and straighter each week. I couldn't. I was more like the I was the getting forbidden chills. I, yeah, I was like, how do I reach through the screen? Stroke his porcelain skin. He's like a gorgeous doll with like I sunken mean, dark eyes. I understand, Jensen, you being attracted to him because Nick and Peter are definitely the same. in the same lineage. I don't know how much Nick appreciates that guy. <laughs> no, I do. I think Peter's stunning and gorgeous and hot, but I think but the issue is now I feel like, oh yeah, he's hot in a way that only I have just discovered. <laughs> and um uh and I actually to feel a lot of self confidence, I need to understand that as objectively not true. And that he is a hot person. And honestly, listeners, so am I. I know you can't <laughs> it. It's true. It's true. Um, and also, Peter, also, if you're listening to the episode, you're more than welcome to come in as a guest. We're well. We will, we will Please fly come in. in. Please come in as a guest. Please. Yes. Um, let me read off some of our guest. 
We had a uh, Dave did uh, Thai basil chicken pasties. Um, oh, that was such a heartbreaker because it was better. I mean, not a heartbreaker because it's Dave, but like frustrating as a baker because he made a perfect sauce to go and match the the pasty and they didn't eat it with it. Yeah, it was this weird thing where yeah, they were like, that's so oh, strange. if you had just included the sauce and it was like, he he did include it. You, he literally did. You the judges it's were right really there. doing weird stuff. They walked around to everyone and were like, it's going to be wet. It's going to be too wet. You're actually going to get yours a little wet and it's going to be kind of too soggy and wet. And then every single person they tasted, they were either like, it's perfect or it's dry. So I, yeah. I don't feel like they knew what was happening. Yeah, they really right. set up. They were really threatening. They were like, I don't, that was so rude when Prue said that to Lottie. She was like, I don't feel good about this. I think it's going to be stodgy. I was like, what? Yeah, she had I the know. toad in the hole. Yeah, that was so weird. But she did really try to, you know, um, backpedal and like be like, yeah, I, was, I was very wrong. I was wrong. And well, I well. think Prue created her own little new thing, which was the fingernail on the bottom of the crust when that she knocked it and she went, yes. Oh, yeah. That was, like, was that's a satisfying. Thing. Right. Yes. Uh, Ermine had good pasties. She had the Moroccan. And she course. made up. Yeah. And they were like Crazy. really loved her flavors. Young Mark had good pastries too. Remember, he was kind of scared about his timing, and then uh, came out, and they were like, "This is really great." Um, I feel like older Mark did they they no they were, they said something about his crimping like the, not cr- enough cr- the crimping and there wasn't enough cream in it and there wasn't enough cream. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, L- Linda's spicy Indian pasties. They were like, "Well, these are samosas, and you didn't follow the brief." <laughs> But they were like, they're delicious. <laughs> they're delicious, but like we needed crimping and that was in the brief. She said at the start of the signature, I'm making samosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she literally said that she was making samosas. But she was and, I, and she even went like when she was doing it, they were, she was like, she was like, I'm not going to do the crimping. I, I think I just want them the traditional samosa like shape. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, so you're just making samosas. And when they they handled that so well, they were like, did you miss the part about the crimping? And she goes, oh, yeah, I missed that in the brief. Sorry. And then she's just handled it so well. She's just like, I've been through hell. You guys are nothing. This is all fun. Seriously. Yeah, they're so joyous. And and then Laura, so Laura had the proper tasty pasties, but it was like based off a recipe that... uh, that Hollywood. Paul Hollywood <laughs> had done, and she he even said, God. like, oh, you know, I think you're going to do well. Dummy. She knows how to you play this game. You see his freaking half chub through his pants when she was saying that. She, she said, like, if I want to win, I need to get hard. hard. And he did. He literally was he like, did his yeah, yeah, that feels down. good. Yeah, he was really got, he got stroked. What a sicko. Him. What a pervert sicko. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. How are you guys feeling, uh, our our hosts this week? Honestly, I forgot that there were hosts this week. Right. So Which is better than them annoying in. me. Exactly. Lottie continues to be more charismatic than both of them. But and uh, funnier. Funnier, exactly. I'm She's still really so stuck quick. on this Lottie Ermine hosting thing. I really, I can't let Absolutely. it go now. Absolutely. Uh, They're a perfect balance to each other. Yeah. yeah. They started with the whole 
delish delosh they tried to make into a thing i follow them on instagram and so they tried to, the social media people of great british baking greatest british bake off in uk they they tried to make it like the beginning the birth of the delish delosh like they tried to make it a nope. thing which hmm. is nope. very manufactured no it's not a thing and, and everyone, like that's so yeah sorry keep going and then also, like, then they had him, like, eating a pastry and being, like, you're murdering me. And that's just, like, wasn't funny. Right. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was a strange cold open. Yeah. It, yeah. It definitely wasn't cold. It was very warm practice. It was, like, cold French fries cold open. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Wait. Did you see that on actual social media? Laura and Lottie got together like a couple of days ago and made a blackberry tart. They made a beautiful blackberry tart together. Oh, oh it was okay. so cute. And they yeah. took a picture of the, them standing with it where they both look stunning. stunning. Like a magazine cover beautiful. Mm. I mean, clearly like filtered to the gods. Or like still. ring light vibes. Like, so. Are you following hey. all of them? Yeah, I followed all of the good ones. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone Everybody but Dave. Everyone but Dave. <laughs> I did right. I did go through and scroll and see that out of everyone, like a lot of them have gotten into the 10Ks, into the 20Ks, 30Ks. And Dave is actually having around 3,000, so. No. Dave is going to be having around 3,000. I think we share the sentiment <laughs> of the world. Oh my God, I love oh, that wow. so I do much. too. He's a good baker, though. He's, He's a good baker. He's probably going to make it to the top Those three. Those chilies right. on his pasties were cute. Adorable. It was. Um... For the technical, they had to make three eclairs. Oh, mm. uh, three raspberry. Sorry, six eclairs. Three raspberry and three salted caramel. And do you guys like eclairs? Eclairs for me are just like this pastry that's like easy to eat, but it's like it's not as good as I feel like it's, it's mm. supposed to be. Mm. Oh, I love eclairs. I had... When I was about 11, for my birthday, my parents got me tickets to see the Phantom of the Opera 90-minute version that had opened in downtown Las Vegas at the Venetian. And outside of the theater was a little kiosk that sold pastries and things. And I got a chocolate eclair there that changed my life. And then I saw a 90-minute Phantom of the Opera that I could not hear because the sound was so bad. Um, but the chandelier was spooky and my eclair was good. Wait, I saw that same Phantom of the Opera. Were you able to hear? I don't remember. I we both my um, prom date and I both fell asleep. <laughs> oh, wow. Only a ninety-minute version to an abridged Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it was Wait, terrible. you brought your prom date to the Phantom of the Opera for prom? Listen, that's what you did in Vegas. Like for Vegas, like any of the like, that's what everyone that did that didn't go to a gay art school. What? Um, like Nick I went, went to Nick art went school. to a gay art school, high school. Um, but like normal high school kids, they went. Like for like Sadie Hawkins and like prom and junior prom or whatever, you always just like went to a Cirque du Soleil show or like a that was like the thing because your the strips right there so that's what you do. I got drunk and watched oh Dreamgirls on my prom night. Cirque to go to Cirque du Soleil in Vegas is like a like bucket list like wish, and you guys just like high schoolers are going there for like regular hangout. Yeah, so I feel Sorry. like <laughs> oh I don't like eclairs. 
Oh, you don't I, like eclairs. I'm gonna go no. ahead and say I prefer a cannoli over an eclair. I think that they're competitors. Same. Same. No, 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 no. Too and much. I think cannoli, too much filling. Too much so filling. Eclair. See, they have the same an eclair. Amount. That's not true. No, eclairs sometimes can have n- not enough filling at all, as evidenced by this freaking technical. I don't know that yeah, I, I think I they're hard to make. Probably. I don't think I like shoe. Yeah. In general, interesting. I, I think maybe you don't like shoe, and I love shoe. I like, they have those little shoe balls that are like this and they have those like cream puffs. Oh, profiteroles. Those are good. I love those. That's what profiteroles are? I don't like profiteroles. I thought those were those mints that melt. No, no, no. no. Shoe with cream in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. It could be. Do you know those melting mints? You like Andy's? I might not like shoe pastry. (laughs) No, they look like little chocolate (laughs) chips. I don't know. They like melt. And they have a little like. The little like hard sugar balls on the bottom of them. Am I the only what? one who likes shoe? <laughs> Wait, Jensen, do you shoe. like shoe? I like shoe because I like profiteroles. Team shoe. <laughs> what Wait. else is shoe pastry? Profiteroles, eclairs. Profiteroles, eclairs. Uh, what else do they have in them? I forgot we oh, can't yeah. have people like. That's actually it. Oh, it's Periel's. Don't know. What else is shoe pastry? I mean, I've seen it so many times on the bake, on the show, but it's really eclairs and freaking Oh, yeah, all these things I don't really like. Yeah, they're really not quite my thing. Look at all those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not big on it. Because you love a donut and a shoe. Is a donut a shoe? Well, not not a cake donut, but the other kind of donut is not, it's like a... It's like a stepsister of shoe. Hmm. Writer, li- say, listeners, challenge oh, a beignet. Me on that. I will say I would rather have a long oh, I do like a than an eclair. Wait, a churro is technically a profiterole or a shoe. Well, that's what Linda made. Linda made churros by accident. Oh, that's right. That's right. She basically did. <laughs> Which is funny because it was so hard for everyone to make churros on purpose in the technical the season yes. where they had to make churros. Right, that's right. Yep. They were failing at that miserably. They're so, bad. yeah, Linda. <laughs> Oh my goodness. In this technical, it was so sad. <laughs> Linda literally tr- just just I guess didn't know how to make shoe pastry. Like she, she was forgot. like I she oh. forgot how to make shoe pastry and it didn't tell you how. And so she tried to make it three different times. And each time it was the same outcome. And it was one of those things where you're just like just finish like it's better to just finish it, but she really was trying to get that pastry right. So she didn't finish it. It still came out bad. And she didn't get the filling. Yeah, she didn't get the fillings in. So it was it was really, really it was not good. Not good at all. But um so Linda yeah. But some oh, fancy restaurants would have paid for that. That's a deconstructed eclair that she presented. And that's a fancy thing some places. Right. That's true. That's called a <laughs> breadstick. This was a literal it was interesting this this um, technical was like half of them did it and they looked pretty good and then half of them were like not so great. Yeah. Um, but so it went Linda eight. Uh, uh, older Mark was seventh. Who was six, John? Jonathan, tell me who was six in the Laura. technical. Laura. Laura was Laura six. Laura was six. It doesn't matter. Dave the was fifth. Is not important. <laughs> Yeah, Dave with Dave was fifth. He once again was in the bottom tier of technicals. Lottie was fourth. Young Mark was third. 
Uh, Ermine was second. Who? Who was second? Ermine. So you're telling me that Ermine had a great pasty Mm -hmm. that was delicious and And was second in the technical. And was second in the technical. Yeah, and Peter was first. And I remember thinking at this point, after the technical, I was like, well, it's Ermine's to lose. Like, because she was... truly. She was very much in the front. And I also thought young Mark, because young Mark had a good passy. He was third in the technical. So he actually, you know, he was doing decently. Peter didn't have as good of a passy, but was first in the technical. So it's like, okay. But Peter's you know, pasty wasn't bad because it wasn't of the pastry. Bad. It was just a little dry. They didn't like, yeah, they thought it was a little dry. It wasn't bad, but it was like, you know. But yeah, at the bottom was, um, I mean, Linda was definitely at the bottom. And then. But young Mark was also at the bottom because his passy, they didn't, you know, they had some problems with. Um, and that was pretty much it. Laura was kind of in the middle. So what you're saying is that if since Ermine has both done well in her pasty and she's second in technical, then if she is a good showstopper, she's clearly in most, like... As we all predicted. Going to be considered for... Star Baker. Star Baker. The star Baker. Okay. Um, Hmm. All right. Huh. So she didn't make Paul's get, recipe. Huh. She yeah, she did. <laughs> so we get to the. Uh, no, she created her own dough. <laughs> right. She created her very own pastry. Yeah, but it's not Paul's. <laughs> Probably not as good. Whatever. Mm. So the showstopper was they needed to make a caged tart. Had to be under <laughs> like Classic. some sort of lattice, um, and. The tart could be whatever they wanted, um, and so like the the idea was that the hard part of this was that you know it the cage had to be made of pastry and it had to stand on its own. Um, so there was like a little bit of like, all right, you got to do the architecture right. Say, and this is dumb and stupid. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I think it is visually kind of interesting, but it's so dumb and stupid that they're making just a tart, which is, I mean, maybe not fairly simple, they, but as far as the challenges on this show have gone, right. fairly simple. And then the difficult part is this cage that the judges will never taste. This it's weird that they like never them. tasted them. I, it is no. weird that the judges, ne- they didn't taste the cage. And I was like, well, then why? Like, then yeah, it seems like you always need to have the thing tastes good as is well. Is that like a thing though? Is yeah. that like a British thing? Our friend can tell us. Is that like a thing? Do people just serve like Stella, edible is that, cages? Is that a thing? I don't do, think that's do, a thing. Do people I mean, in I, England I, eat caged pastries? Not Stella? regularly. Not tell like us. a... Does that's it not come like down a... from the Queen's culture? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> it took me so long to figure oh, out what you're saying. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't tell you what you're saying with your strong, thick accent. <clears throat> sorry, what is that? my accent. Jamaican. <laughs> When this was happening, <laughs> a couple of them looked not great. Like, uh, you know what didn't look great to me? I'll tell you what didn't look great to me. I know exactly oh, what she's no. gonna say. Dave's dark heart in baked good metaphor. Sure, maybe you're right, listeners. Maybe he does inside have a beautiful mango floral tart that's beautifully balanced and gorgeous on the inside, but it's caged by a dark silver gray hideous prison which is caging his heart just like that baked good that he made which i don't understand he what'd you say 
big Star Wars energy. That pyramid. There's very new Star Wars movies. It was very yeah. like Sith oh, yeah. planet Star Wars. It was. It, it didn't match it. at all. It didn't match at. It didn't match all. at all. I thought it was so ugly. And then they tried to talk about Ermin's pastry that was gorgeous, and she did pastry on pastry because she did a macaron and she did Italian Italian meringue and she did a beautiful pastry and she did a beautiful cage on top of it, and they said it didn't match the cage. The cage. I disagree with you guys. I think that Dave's. Dave's cage look. It was something. It was very striking to have this like delicate, beautiful tart inside of a um, a darker cage. It looked the dichotomy of those two like looked interesting. Whereas Ermine's cage was very basic. It was very blocky. It was. It was, it was not. She basic. put it together. It was I'm like gonna, one, two, three, four, box. five. Well, she, she made a jewelry box she, uh, for her pastry. Was, she made a pastry jewelry box. It looked a but little also, cumbersome. I, feel like I understand that. As a straight man who loves Star Wars, I understand why John would really enjoy Dave's I do. Page. I do, do you love feel Star that Wars. Your opinion I do could love be Star skewed Wars. by your love your for Star Wars. Your Star Wars love? Um. It's funny that you guys are talking about this as if Star Wars isn't one of the <laughs> highest grossing films of all time, including the new ones. Oh, yeah. The n- money talks, I guess. It's, yeah, <laughs> money. <laughs> in this case, money says that more people are on my side than they're on your side. Okay. You think appreci- more? You think the box office sales of Star Wars prove that Dave's pastry cage is better than Ermine's? <laughs> yes, so yes, yes, I do. Okay, I just want to clarify for the listeners. Jensen, Nick, what do you do professionally for your profession? We paint murals. You, paint, we so paint you are artist, murals. artistic, yes. beautiful artist. Visual artist. Visual yes. artist. I'm mm-hmm. a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> professionally. <laughs> for hire. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I still understand where this is going. I'm just saying, in terms of people who have a sense of aesthetic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I see, uh-huh. I see, I see. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. John yes. likes Star Wars and Listen. is straight without even like a flicker of a questioning of being bi. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? There are so many people like John. That Star Wars was able to gross millions, millions. and millions of dollars. Well, I like billions. a Star Wars movie. I've in- John introduced Actually, me to Star billions. Wars. That's what <laughs> <Well>. I said. <laughs> John introduced me to Star Wars. I watched them in reverse order of their... <clears throat> of, uh, how did I watch them? No, you didn't. You watched, uh, you watched Rogue... <laughs> you, she watched Rogue One first, and then she watched four, five, six, which if people, seven, eight, nine. People Ooh, who watch Star, awesome. who know about Star Wars, would think that was very interesting. Right? Yes, technically, I do, I it's think sequential. That's we watched order. all the Star Wars during quarantine, quarantine, and I find what you're saying to be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I enjoy Star Wars. I'm just saying, I'm a black woman, therefore I have an inherent aesthetic. Got it. And mm-hmm. they are professional, are visual artists. 
Yes, so I understand. Said, the other... I, Go ahead. I was going to say, with that being said, I will say what was objectively gorgeous was Laura's showstopper. Objectively Absolutely. very beautiful. Yes, it was very incredible. I also I thought... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 please. I was just going to say that I also thought Peter's looked... I, Peter's the, to me looked the best. Me like too. Peter was, did look he, really gorgeous. He was gorgeous. He looked yes. amazing. It was striking. <laughs> no, Peter. Peter's bake, you guys. Yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he looked hot, really, really hot and sexy hot and gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm talking about his cage and the blackberry, the blackberry and, and the lemon tart. Cage. Oh, his cage. cage yeah. yeah. I'd I'd crawl in there. I taste the blackberries. He could lock me up and throw away the key. <laughs> I really do think, though, that this, that color, I don't know why anybody wasn't talking about how striking that color was. And that Which blackberry one? tart. Oh, my God, right? That looked like silk. It was beautiful. It, it was it looked gorgeous. Incredible. It was gorgeous. Oh and he was so risky and creative with his cage that he did this organic shaped I know. lattice I that, that was, was so, so cool. risky and gorgeous. It looked great. Um, Lottie's cage looked pretty decent. And we, when, we, when, when, they were, when she was making it, we were like, oh, that's going to fall. This is so risky. There's no John way. John literally was screaming, it's too thin. It's too He's thin. He's screaming at the screen. It was it's really too thin. thin. It's too thin. Why would she it do was, this? Yeah. When I saw that she was piping it, I really did not have faith. There was, I was like, there's no way something that you're piping together is going to hold up. I thought it was so cool. An amazing feat of engineering. Yes. I liked it. it. Tessa didn't like it. I but, loved it. I loved it. I oh, thought you it was loved a work it. Okay. of art. I thought it was a yes. work of art. I think that I of all of the things, that is the thing that would, would sell at a fancy restaurant and be Me a too. true showstopper. The, yes. The tart itself looks a little messy, but I didn't care. I don't know why they made such a big deal about it not having sides. Me neither. I don't, I think that, oh. I think, here's the thing. A few seasons ago, Paul Hollywood was also critiquing people, bakers, for making their bakes look like other things. Like when that amazing baker was making the her cake look like a sandwich, he, that she was one of the first bakers yeah. to start making things look like other things. And he yes. was like, style over oh, wait, hold substance. On. My brother, my brother and my stepdad are coming through. Wait, can I say hello you to guys, Did you go to the gym? It's they so just went late. to the gym. Wow. It's 11 o'clock. Wow. Okay. It never stops. The grind never ends. The grind never stops. Never. Not in this house. Can I just talk um, to your brother for well, a second? Got, <laughs> yes, please. Tiger, come here. We're, Tiger. So we're recording we're a podcast. podcast. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I just want to know Rogan? what Tiger's. Well, are Hi, we Tiger. on Joe Rogan? Yes. This Hi is Joe Tiger. This is, my, podcast. this is my brother Tiger. He's Hi, I'm Tessa. Mwah, mwah. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite baked Hello, good? Fans. What's going on, y'all? Do you have a favorite baked good? Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate okay. chip cookies, Whoa. classic. That's a great choice. That's a classic. The yeah. other straight man here also said that. The Street other straight man. He he can't hear you, so I'm sort of relaying everything. Oh, got saying. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other chocolate straight man there also loves chocolate oh, chip cookies. Classic okay. straight guy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, our trademark. Yeah. TM actually. Yeah. A tiger. No, it's so nice to meet you. 
Um, Tessa said it was so nice to meet you. Oh, you too. And also, she said, you sort of have a career ahead of you as a model. She said that. She's me. asking oh, if really? you can give one to three poses. I really sort of, think that okay. the Jensen okay. family so is hot. Yes. The Jensen family is hot. Give it to us. Then. Okay. <gasps> Listeners, let us tell. Wow. Evocative. Oh, these are great poses. Three. Right. Here's yes. three. Yes, so it's three. Three. And this one, he's, he's doing <gasps> yeah. this commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm giving you money. I'm giving you money. The three was a surprise. Okay. She was okay. feeding you seeds like at a wedding. Like, with the birds. <laughs> yeah. Like at no. a wedding. No, 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 no. Throwing rice at you. Yeah. 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 No, that's not what she was doing. That's what she was doing, Tucker. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> she was giving you like the seeds like a little bird. I love how I can hear everybody. And now now John said, My palm is so soft. No, no, no. no. John is always, he's doing a little riff, like in a song. (laughs) Tessa is saying the Jensen family is very hot. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, but mom is is the hottest. Your mom is the hottest of all of you. Mama Jensen's the hottest. (laughs) <laughs> I said, no, I said like you. Frankie. Oh yeah, yeah. Mama Jensen, Mama Jensen like, like Jensen. you. Well, he is a mother. I do. <laughs> I am a mother to a great company. I'm so sorry, Tristan. Feel free to edit this all out if you want. <laughs> yes, please do. A long tangent. Please edit all um, of this out. We, we probably should wrap up though because I think things are are getting lively over here. Okay, great. Oh well, yes, we'll let's, bye, Tiger. let's knock out these last segments. I do want to say goodbye, Tiger. Thank you for popping in. Um, I do want to say um, Laura deserved her uh, star bakery, even though Ermine was incredible. Laura really needed this. Wow. I'm so proud of Laura. She needed it. She had a really clear intention that she was going to prove to everybody that she was able to make a more, what was the language she used? The Like a more delicate bake. Um, and she really wanted that, and she did it. And she executed. She did very well. But I do believe that Ermine was actually the star baker, and I think that they made the wrong choice. And I'm really proud of Laura. We want Laura to win. I think Nick predicted Laura was going to win. I but I think Ermine actually was the star baker, and they crowned the wrong person. Yeah. I mean, this show might have like true race issues that we like are not able to... Because I feel like this is a... I mean, I think the show's race issues are fairly palpable, especially given, like, the flavor sort of discrepancies. But, yep. I don't know. Yeah. And they did yeah. say, yeah. like, that they're hoping... Somebody was like, they're hoping to curry their favor, which I thought was, like, a, an expression we didn't really use anymore. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's, uh, who knows? It's England. Yeah. They stole everything. <laughs> they uh, have colonized right. everywhere. And enslaved many people in wow. the world. <laughs> this is all real. So. Um, at the bottom <laughs> so of the Tristan, keep this all in, please. <laughs> yes, keep this in. This is kept <laughs> in. Uh, at the bottom of the of the pile was was Linda, who Linda and Mark, young Mark, both failed to create cages that held up. Linda's oh, just completely collapsed. Or just like couldn't come off the tin, so she literally had like three little strands. We were remarking that it did kind of look not great um, in the drawing. Like the colors were like a little strange. They said that they would have liked the colors, but uh, 
I don't know. Um, gypsy colors, which also is, is gypsy even a word that we use anymore? Isn't it like no, politically correct? Especially not. To Vermonti people. Not. I will say um, it looks like a very yeah. cool uh, carnival. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. No one really yeah. has anything to say about that. Well, young Mark had his like uh, bottle kind of thing. He like cut out little holes um, and it just he completely. He had meant to have that. Yeah. He really <laughs> felt the, the decline, like from being Star Baker last week to now. And you could really see that he, it really yeah. hit him. Well, he it was so sad because he was actually doing really well. The first two things, which I think is the, what saved him, it like his first bake was very good. Then he came third in the technical. So he was doing great. And then he just had one of these things where his his cage collapsed. And when you have something like that in the showstopper, when you do really badly, you know, it automatically puts you kind of down at the bottom. Um, yeah. I don't think it was that close, though. You know, they like played it up. But Linda did poorly. I mean, she she did poorly in the beginning. She was dead last in the technical, and then she also didn't do good in the showstopper. It just seemed like it was I her know, time. And we've been predicting Linda yeah. going for a while now, and, and so it sweet. finally happened. I know. She's so sweet. She's going to be missed for sure. Yeah. She said, like, this has been Disney World for me. She said, this is one of the a peak experience in my life. Yeah. And I just love when people just acknowledge, like, here it is. I'm in the moment right now, and I can feel the power of this. Yeah. I love that. It's um, going to be a cold energy in the tent for the weeks to come. Um, well, the weeks Linda to come, I, I really do want to speak for just one second about the Japanese week that is being added to this experience. And I'm very curious. I know very little about Japanese bakes other than mochi, right? Which is like a bake, right? Kind of. It's like a bake and an ice cream. I'm really excited. I feel like we could learn new things, which is one of the things I like about the old seasons was learning about new cakes and learning about baking. So I'm excited. I think it could be great. And I predict, right? Can we get to predictions? Yes, yes, let's move on to predictions yes. for <clears throat> Japanese week. I think that Aramine's going to do a great job, but I don't think Aramine's going to get Star Baker on this one. But I think Aramine's going to stay safe. I think that Mark might knock it out of the park on this one for some reason. Young Mark or old Mark? A young Mark. It might young Mark. knock it out of the park on that. And I think Peter's going to bring it home on this one because Peter's a good student and Peter knows how to, like, yeah research a place to, to make something really good. I will mm. say I'm going to just hold on to that Ermine is going to get Starbaker. She, just because I, I, I want her to, that's my prediction. Yeah. I am in complete agreement with Tessa. I feel like very apt observations. I think we can expect some great things from young Mark because he's so worldly. I think we can expect some really fantastic things from Peter I do think both of them are going to do well. I actually, I hate to say it, but I do think Dave might win Star Baker next week for Japanese week. And do you hear the silence around that? I do. It's hard to hear you say that, John. Is it because of all of the sort of like folklore and Japanese like culture with like just like just like a demon like uh, like. 
be inheriting a human's body and then I, when sort of like a baby in, I don't know what you're talking of, but uh. <laughs> it's 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 there. It's clear. It's it's in Stephen King's next novel. There's something I feel like Dave's gonna be like. I love Japanese food, and Dave's gonna uh, be like. I went through I a phase know. where I only dated Japanese girls. Yeah, and I yeah. That's really definitely probably true. Um, I actually think Ermine might struggle this week. I don't. I'm hoping she doesn't get knocked out. I don't think she will, but I do think she's gonna struggle. Um, but I don't. I I. Again, I don't want this to happen, but I do feel like we are dangerously close to an all male final, and I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if one of the women get knocked out this week. Um, yeah. Wow. And so that would be Ermine, Laura, or Lottie, and I. And I think yeah. Ermine and probably Lottie are going to struggle more so than Laura. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You think Ermine's going to struggle more? Struggle more than Laura? Um, for Japanese week specifically, yes, I do. First of all, I think you're racist for saying that. Second of all, I think cool. that you're saying. I feel like you're talking about the day being Starbaker because we were fighting before we started recording mm-hmm. this podcast mm-hmm. and you're trying to attack me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, if Dave wins next week, he'll have done that was specifically very... because I said that and. <laughs> It was a very palpable interview when we started this podcast. (laughs) Are you and David some kind of brotherhood or... (laughs) Are you? No, I'm trying to defend one of the... One of the prim- straightest I love- men on that show. Yeah, he is. He is the heel of the show. You guys have definitely set him up. But here's the thing: with as all all with all great heels and all great villains, um, he has to make it to the end. So that's I think true. he is going to. Okay, I'm that about to true. do something that's a little risky, which is I remember Kim Joy, the baker from the Rahul year, right? I think Rahul and Kim Joy were in the same baking season. And I I think, I just don't remember, Kim Joy was half Asian and I don't remember. And she, and she definitely loved that like, um, like Asian aesthetic of like making little small animals out of her like baked good aesthetic. Do you guys remember Kim Joy? I remember gonna, the name, but I I don't remember these things. I, but I just don't know whether or not she was half Japanese or whether she was half a different Asian that I don't know. So like truly not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just re- remembering Kim Joy's bakes and knowing that there's that like in some of Japanese bakes, there is that like sweet, make it look like a tiny little animal kind of like caricature thing that's an aesthetic there. And so I wonder whether we'll get a little bit of that next week. Yeah, that's Am true. Am I? That is um, true. Uh, out of all of these things that were baked, what would you want to eat? Oh. I actually wanted to try Lottie's apple tree tart. It looked very tasty to me. Oh, I also. I want to try Peter's silky smooth tart. Wait, what a part? What a Peter's? You mean the blackberry and lemon tart? Peter. Oh, sure. I'd try that too. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I would like, I think I would really like Ermine's um, Moroccan tangine, and I think I would like Young Mark's Aligobi pasty. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but I would love to actually have Dave's signature. I really want to try that chili sauce. It sounds really good. I mean, this, the sauce. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, that Thai basil gonna chicken. It's going to keep me up all, at night, but I really want it. Yeah. All right. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening once again. Sorry for, for these lep- episodes are coming out a little bit later, but hopefully you're still enjoying. Uh, uh, you can follow us at Great British Baking Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please tweet at us, message us. We would love to uh, hear from you. Perhaps you'll make it into Tessa's shout outs. Shout out. <laughs> Truly, oh you make me Shootouts. so happy. Well, you make me so happy. We need, and also, I need to like stay in Great British Baking Pod mentality for the next like two weeks. So, like, the more you engage with me, the better <laughs> for my sanity. Yes. So, Please do it. I love hearing yeah. from you. We love you, listeners. Um, as always, Jensen and I can be found on Instagram at Very Gay Paint for our mural company. I can be found at Very Gay Clown on Instagram. You can find me at Jensen Titus, J E N S O N T I T U S. You can follow me at John Braylock. Also, I host a podcast called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, which you can listen to if you'd like to. And if you want, you could. Watch Astronomy Club on Netflix. If you have kids, you might really enjoy my little podcast called Space Bus Podcast, where we um, go into outer space and we interview different scientists and experts on different issues. Um, this week, we I think we have a bat week, which is pretty fun for uh, for Halloween. Um, and uh, a media literacy expert, too. And oh, they're wow. very fun. That's Six amazing. to eight minutes. Um, I play Gordy, the crazy bus driver. And um, there's lots of different ways to find me, but I really just want to talk to you on Great British Baking Pod. DM me there because it makes me so happy. Or if you have my phone number, text me. (laughs) (laughs) Max Begley. Amazing. All right. Well, we love you. We miss you. Sign off now. Chip of the morning to you. All right, right cup off. You take your knickers to the crowd. I'm got it. and I'm my cap. Knackered. Knackered. Where's that right? Oh, you briskets. Right. I gotta go. This All is right. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Great British baking pot. Great British baking pot. Great British baking pot. With Tessa and John and Nick and Jensen. Great British baking pot. Great British baking pot. Great British baking pot.